0: You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber
1: and Cordell Stewart.
2: Herman, you had a long and prosperous run in the NFL, but even you slowed down at the end because we're all mortal. Other than Tom Brady, how is he getting better at the age of 40? I I, I don't know.
0: Other than he just continues to play at a high level. He continues to uh, be smart about how he, he throws the football and where he throws it, and he makes good choices. And when you lead, and you see the passion. You know, that's one thing when a lot of us, when you play for a long period of time, even in my 11, 12 years, that, that flame starts to flicker just a little bit. And uh, I think the success has allowed him to, to keep that burning pretty
1: pretty bright. That's conversation about what goes on in the classroom and between the lines. But what about the off-the-field action? As far as the health is concerned, because when you're 40 – all your vitals inside. It has to be working on all cylinders in order to be able to maintain that type of focus throughout games, not just one game in a year, not two, but pretty much all of them throughout his career because, as Brian mentioned, he's getting better as time goes on.
0: Yeah, he is, And but the game slows down. You know how it is. If you, if you do something over and over and over, you can throw a lot of things at you, but you yeah. already are ahead of it. Mm-hmm. You understand what's coming, and you're being more proactive than reactive. And when I look at Tom Brady and the decisions and things that he's doing, I think he's manipulating. He's saying, here's how I'm going to make you have to to, to challenge me and do certain things I do. And, and uh, it just goes to speak about his career. But you've got to take care of yourself. Like I said, in the offseason, he's done that. He's made a commitment for it.
2: Chatting with Herman Moore, former NFL receiver, joins us on behalf of Quicklane. As we think about the mindset of a competitor, Cordell talks about it all the time. Folks who are that focused, intense, look for motivation wherever they can find it. So Philadelphia, underdog at home against Atlanta, won the game underdog at home against minnesota trounce the vikings how much you think they're feeding on that underdogs once more getting set for the super bowl well
0: they're, they're feeding on it but i think their opponents are doing themselves a disservice because they are uh listening maybe to the the people on the outside saying hey you should be able to walk through this team or you should be able to beat this team because you are better and here's why uh philadelphia doesn't buy into that when you step out on the field you feel, especially at the level they're at now, and you're at the Super Bowl. Hey, all bets are off. You know, it's the team that goes out makes the least amount of mistakes, team that can go out and play four full quarters of football, and and be able to go in and execute upon a game plan. You you you've studied to get to this point. I think Philadelphia has the ability to beat the New England Patriots. And it's going to come down to not buying into where, where people think Philadelphia should fall. And, hey, here's a, here's a nice uh, prize for finishing second. And I don't think they're willing to, to bow down to that just yet.
1: Athletically, Philadelphia has the best football team. When you think of their offensive line, when you think of their D line, you think of their secondary, you think of all the backs in the backfield, along with the receivers even. They have the better football team. But when you look at what Philly's been able to do, this year, do you think they have enough based on how they play? Because in the past, teams that played against New England, they all have one thing in common. It's they don't finish the games. When they lose to New England, they don't finish games. But Philadelphia, they've proven that they can. And what do you think is going to take? Is that going to be what it takes in order for them to beat this team?
0: Where, where I see they're going to have a problem is this. If you come in going, hey, we got a great defensive front. We can put pressure on you. That makes our secondary better. That being Philadelphia. What I see is uh, New England saying we're going to take that advantage away from you or we're going to take that asset away from you. Now what are you going to do? They're going to look offensively. They're going to figure out what you do well offensively. They're going to try and take that away from you. If they do those things, then it creates a problem to where I think teams get a little nervous. They fall out of their, their game plan and all those things. You just have to go out and play. At this point, there's no, there's nothing to hold back on. There's nothing to wait for and say, hey, we'll, we'll get it right next week. This is where you lay it out on the line. This is going to be a tough game, but I still believe – uh, Philadelphia has the ability and will win the football game. That's that's my prediction, mm. that they will win. I think, uh, yeah, Tom Brady and these guys, they want to go out on a high note. I get it, but... Uh, there's something that's going on with this Eagles team
2: that, in that underdog position that that motivates them. And what are your expectations then for Nick Foles to back up your prediction? How well do you think he's going to play when we get to Sunday?
0: I think he needs to, first and foremost, he's got to protect the football. He's got to be able to take what's there and not just try and go out and overcreate. You got some playmakers in your your receiving uh, unit, and that's fine. But at the end of the day, you don't want to ever put yourself in a position to give the ball back to an offense you know that can methodically move the ball down the field. If he does that, and just tries not to do too much but do what is necessary and, and what's there to be taken, I think they'll do okay. The defense won't let them
1: down. When you look at this this, court, this coaching staff, Jim Schwartz, Doug Peterson, uh, and when you look at what they've been able to do with this entire football team, Frank Wright, I mean – It's been pretty darn good. A lot of players coming from other places. Chris Long coming from New England. Like Garrett Blutt coming from New England. Jay Ajayi coming from Miami midway to the end of the the season. Uh, I mean, we can go on and on. Alshon Jeffries coming from Chicago. who They pretty much threw him away. And he said he was actually going to a championship, and here he is playing in one. What does that say about that coaching staff and their ability, similar to New England's, to be able to grab players, plug them in, and have them playing some lights out football?
0: Well, we talk about the assembly of of players but when you can get the right chemistry with a coaching staff it it goes down it trickles down to how you also manage those players and make sure you got the right chemistry jim schwartz has been able to put together good defenses you you look at the fact that uh, you, you know you offensively right now i feel they figured out a way when guys go down Wentz goes down Foles. yeah there was a little concern but it's figured out a way to to put them in position to win and the team has supported them and gotten behind them. When you get that, you get those buy-ins. That's what makes you a good football team.
2: Chatting with Herman Moore, the former NFL receiver, joins us on behalf of Quick Lane Tire and Auto Center. Enjoy seeing you every year at the Super Bowl. Every year we talk about the Lions. And then, of course, trivia comes to mind. You know, a handful of teams <laughs> who've never made it to the Super Bowl. Last championship, 1957. New head coach on the way when New England season is done. You have Matt Patricia, and he's a rocket scientist, literally. We know the background academically. What do you think the state of the Lions is getting ready for next season?
0: Right now, they're, they're having to look at what they have. Defensively, I think they got some pieces in place, both secondary uh, along the linebacking unit. And then there's a few players, a couple players on the def- defensive line that allows them to have something to work with offensively you've got stability at the quarterback position the receiver positions the running game is really the one thing that you look at is saying that's the concern they haven't
2: had a hundred yard rusher
0: that's the thanksgiving 2013 reggie bush that's your achilles right there and it's because you're 32nd in the league and right now you just the last few years it's just not been enough attention given to finding that workhorse or someone that you can give the ball to 20 25 times a game and not have to rely so heavily on Matthew Stafford and becoming so predictable offensively. So there's something to work with. Matt, Patricia uh, coming over, I think, will uh, motivate and elevate this team to a certain degree. I like Coach Caldwell. I like everything that he instilled in these players and the organization. So it's going to come down to uh, really if they're gonna, it's going to take whole year one or, or is it going to take some, some building process.
1: When Calvin Johnson left, everybody probably was like, oh, my goodness. What are we going to do right now? And I think Matthew Stafford actually came in and stepped his game up tremendously to the point where they made a run that was second to none uh, without Calvin Johnson. So you figured out the worth and the value of the quarterback, the offensive line, the running game. Do you think this is the direction this team goes to? Because most teams that are really, really good and consistently playing well, they work truly from the inside out. A lot of teams like to work from the outside in. They think the spread offense and, you know, this fast, quick pace stuff is the stuff that works. But your quarterback keeps getting hurt every single year. When it matters most for him to play really good, he's too injured to get it done.
0: If you can't protect and if you can't block and if you can't do those things, it's not going to get done. You already have spoken to that. Calvin Johnson leaves. Matthew Stafford gets better. People can't figure that out, but it's easy. It's because he doesn't have a he doesn't have a crutch. He doesn't have one guy to say, "Hey, when I get in trouble, I can only I need to just go here." He's now had to figure out how do I spread it? How do I make the guys around me better? How do I elevate their play with my decision making ability? And that's what's happened It allowed his his interceptions to go down. He's not taking the risk that he doesn't have to take. Much more
2: diverse approach when you're spreading the football around. Last one for me, you were a tremendous wide receiver, all pro teams, pro bowls. Feels like we're enjoying the golden age wide receivers right now in the NFL. So many talented guys. When you're watching a game on a Sunday, who do you really want to see at your old position?
0: Well, I have to say Pittsburgh's still a fan. I I, I am. And (laughs) so A.B., watching him has been great and uh got to watch him a little bit when he's in college but just the fact that it became such a big wide receiver league uh to see a guy his size go out and be able to really make big plays and make things happen is is tremendous uh but i love watching julio jones as well uh, and, and he's another guy he's another playmaker another guy that every year kind of gets it done but the dark horse is De- deandre hopkins uh, quarterback changes. No, we don't changes. talk about him enough, you're right. Quarterback changes, a lot going on over there, but consistently is putting up over time. over a thousand yards every year and he's getting it done.
1: When you look at you talk about receivers, now let's go to the Hall of Fame. You've got two guys that's gonna be up this year, that are up this year, excuse me. Randy Moss and T.O. We all know TO should be in now, literally, because it's about the numbers. Sit up sit up sit-ups in the parking lot or in the driveway, that shouldn't stop you from getting in. Who do you think gets in first? Do both get in? Because last year we had two backs that got in. And Ladanian Thomason and, and Terrell Davis. And now all of a sudden you got Randy Moss and, and T.O.
0: I just don't think they'll let both receivers in. However, do they both deserve it? Yes. Randy Moss, I mean, he's going to be in. He's going to get in. It's just a matter of not if it's when. T.O.'s been waiting. It's time to stop making them wait. He's done enough. He's done what he was supposed to do. Forget about the antics. Forget about all the other stuff. And listen, there are some players who were considered dirty players when they played in the NFL mm-hmm. that are in the Hall of Fame. Yep. So don't sit here and tell me that you don't want to put them in because of X. You can't, have, you can't have your feelings get in the way when a person has done what they're supposed to do and contributing to
2: the game. Now you're telling them we don't want to give you what you deserve. No doubt, T.O. should be on his way to Canton, Ohio. Finally, you have teamed up with the good people at Quick Lane Tire and Auto Center. What are the details? Well,
0: with Quick Lane Tire and Auto Center, a tremendous job in supporting our military veterans. This is the third year uh, of their trading one uniform for another program in which they award $10,000 scholarships to five veterans. Uh, that are making a transition from leaving the military and then looking for opportunities uh, back here at home. So uh, Quicklane has been doing a great job of providing this $10,000 scholarship to be used towards an automotive maintenance and repair certification, which gives them an opportunity for uh, creating a new skill set, creating a new opportunity to help support themselves, their families, and like I said, to to be able to provide and, and get acclimated to a new lifestyle coming back home, which we know even as football players can be sometimes
2: difficult. Herman, always good to see you. Enjoy your week here in Minnesota. I appreciate it. Thank you both for having me.
0: You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former
2: Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart. Live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on.
0: Tune in.